The following program is paid for by the partners and viewers of the Life of Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So even though it looks like an, on, uh, an all-out assault, an all-out uh, maneuver against the kingdom of God, we shall prevail. Amen. Oh, yeah, I got to get a better amen. I said we shall prevail. Amen. The kingdom shall prevail, and everyone in the kingdom shall prevail. Amen. Got it? But throughout our journey, throughout this, uh, throughout this life in Christ, we got to be reminded of some key things so that we can stick to it and we can stay on course so that we can uh, finish and we can have all that God called us to have. And so uh, I'm going to talk a little bit today about something that you've already heard. I know if you've been in this ministry uh, any length of time, you've definitely heard this particular subject, but there's nothing wrong with going back and being reminded. I found myself, uh, found myself not being as tenacious and as diligent as I need to be in a couple of areas, and I had to, I jacked myself up. Yeah, I pulled, I pulled my own stuff up in my own collar, and I, and I said, get it, get it together. Ain't nothing I got to pray about, there's nothing I got to fast about, I just got to get it together. Oh, come on, talk to me now. You know, we spend weeks at a time praying about something that you already know you should have been doing a long time ago. You just want to prolong the obedience to what you know you should be doing. That's just bottom line. You want to give yourself another week to kind of be in neutral or whatever, kind of coach, whatever you want to do. But no, I because, I, I, you know, over your course of life, you always got to... Uh, Examine yourself. Take inventory. Where you are? Am I, am, I, am I on this the way I need to be on this? Or am I still on it the way I need to still be on it? Because you can get some things working in your life and almost have this automatic attitude. That once you get it going, you don't have to put that force that, no, any effort any longer because it's working. But I found, man, you got to stay on it, boy. You got to stay on it. Tell your neighbor, say, you got to stay on this. You got to stay on it. You got to stay on it. You got to stay on it. Now, Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Let's go over there. We've been in Hebrews 10 in our consistency series, so I'm going to start where we were in that, and I'm just going to read down through some things, and then we'll hear from the Lord. All right. Hebrews chapter number 10, verse number 35 is where we'll begin, I believe. Yeah, there we go. Anybody there with me? Okay, fantastic. It says, cast not away therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while he and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by what? Faith. What shall the just live by? Faith. Faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. 
For we are not of them who draw back under perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Jump to the next chapter, verse number 1 of Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by what? By faith, the elders obtain a what kind of report? Say it again. A good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaks. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he what? Please God. Isn't that amazing? Verse number six. But without what? Faith. It is impossible to please who? God. God. Know this, that it's without faith you can't please God. You can please others without faith, but you can't please God without it. But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that comes to God must do what? Believe. Must what? Believe. Believe that he is and what else must he do? And that he and that he is a rewarder or believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So verse six says there's two things we must believe. Number one, we must believe that God is. We know that, right? We have a song. God is strength of my life. Moves on pain, misery. Y'all know the song. I sang baritone in that song in the youth choir. Praise the Lord. But that God is right. That's number one. Secondly, we must believe not optional, but we must believe that number two, that he is a what rewarder of them that what diligently, how diligently, how diligently, what seek him. So diligently seeking God is different than just seeking God. Because if seeking God would meet the prerequisite, he would have just said seeking God. He would not have prefaced it by saying diligently seek God. And so there's a difference between us seeking God and us diligently seeking God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, a lot of people and most of us, if I will query you, if I would ask you the question today, are you seeking God? I would probably get a ninety nine point nine percent response. Yes, I am. Because that's just the answer children of God give. Most children of God don't front themselves out and be like, no, I ain't seen God. <laughs> they may not be, but they won't tell you. Right. Right. right? But then if I follow that question up and say, are you diligently seeking God? I would probably get this as the majority of the response. I think so. Amen. I think so. I think I am. Because a lot of us or a lot of people equate just mere seeking God as diligently seeking God. But it's a, it's a, it's a bit different. 
Okay, so we're talking about here without faith is impossible. Please, God. And so I want to spend a few moments today just refreshing us, reminding us of the principle of faith, because the Bible says the just shall live by faith. Four places in Scripture says almost the exact same word for word, word for word. Four places says the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. Now the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Four times, almost word for word, it says the just shall live by what? Faith. And then the fifth reference to it is in uh, Corinthians where it says we walk by faith and not by sight. So we live and walk by faith. Say that with me today. Say, I'm supposed to to live and walk walk by faith. faith. Say what? By what? Notice it's not by feelings. It's not by opinions. It's not by what's popular. I am to walk by faith. And in some instances, your walking by faith is a lonely walk. Is anybody hearing, with, hearing me today? It sometimes can be quite lonely because many people, even in the body of Christ, cannot walk and live by faith because feelings, opinions, uh, uh, thoughts, whatever come in and they exalt it over the walk of faith. And if you're truly going to walk by faith, it may not be a crowded walk. You know, uh, normally, uh, Dr. Wendy and I, for whatever reason, we we have just trained ourselves to do this. We wait until at least the 23rd, but most often the 24th of December. To start and finish shopping for Christmas. And every time the stores are crowded, I'm not like, why do we wait this like this all the time? It's just, it's just kind of, it, the clock just goes off. It's just, okay, we gotta go Christmas shopping. We're gonna get it done today. And I kind of like it now because I, I, I see it as a, a conquering thing. <laughs> we have our list. I was like, all right, let's go make it happen. Bam, 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 bam. But now, there are some people that start next month. (laughs) And you obey the shop and peruse and think and pray (laughs) about what you're going to get somebody. Because the stores are a lot less crowded Christmas shopping in August than it is on December 23rd and 24th, right? And so the walk of faith is similar to that. But the walk of faith has been, uh, I guess, a motive, an M.O. of a lot of people. That when it gets close to where you need God to move. All of a sudden you want to walk by faith. In other words, when the due date gets close. Now you up in the flow talking about he supplies all my needs <laughs> by his riches and glory. Oh, come on now. But when the bill is due six months out, 
you focus and perusing, checking out other things, doing other things. Because the urgency is not there. And see, the scripture says, though, we are to live and what? Walk by faith. So whether I have a need six months, six months from now or six hours from now, I am supposed to be walking by faith at each moment. Praise the Lord. But sometimes it's built in us that we got to wait until it really hits us, that we really got to buckle down. Or when the pain gets great, when the pain uh, accelerates or the pain gets greater, that's when you confess the word. But when you're flexible and able to do what you got to do, we're really not on the word like we're supposed to. But scripture says we ought to diligently what? Seek the Lord. Y'all with me? So let's talk a little bit about this faith. And just a reminder, just a refresher. I know you, uh, as, as scripture says, I know you're established in this present truth. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I'm established. I'm established. I'm established. Tell your neighbor, say, he just want to remind me today because I'm established. Right, go ahead. Go, go and say it. Go and say it. I'm established. <laughs> I already know. I already know you're established because you didn't heard it. Some of us thinking because I heard it, I know it. Not necessarily so. Y'all hearing this? So let's talk about a little bit about faith because scripture says we are to walk by faith. I, I had this quote uh, came to many, many years ago. Faith is to the believer like fish, like water is to a fish. Without water, a fish is out of its environment. Without faith, a child of God is out of their environment. You take a fish out of water, that fish is going to long crave desire, reach for water again. And if you keep it out of water long enough, it's just going to simply cease to exist. And that's what, and, and that same thing, that we got to look at faith, and we got to look at the word just like that as a child of God, that if I, if I get out of faith, <gasps> I got to get back in it. You got it? All right. Now, faith is a lifestyle. And, and not only used in emergency situations. Okay, faith is a lifestyle, and it should not be used only in emergency situations. Remember, we live and what? Walk by faith. How many, uh, how many know that all things being equal, most automobiles that come from the manufacturer uh, comes with a spare tire? How many know the idea is to never have to use the spare tire? Right? Because you want to depend on, rely on, ride on, travel on the four that's on the car. Got it? But if there is a blowout, you can reach back, grab the spare that will hold you over until you get back to the shop and get a new regular tire. Because a lot of the cars, they go with that donut. And on the donut, it said, don't exceed 35 miles an hour. That's what it says. Have you ever read it? I go down 64, car leaning on the front, got a donut on the front. Shoot, they passed me. I'm going 70. They passed me just floating on the donut. I'm like, Lord, I'm going to slow up and let them get way ahead of me. Because that thing blow out, we all in trouble. Yeah, but it's supposed to hold you over until you get the thing fixed. A lot of people, they put it on like it's a, a radio tire. They, I'm going to put 40,000 miles on this bad boy. Shoot. It's not designed to do that. It's just to hold you over. But a lot of people use their faith to hold them over. Instead of riding upon faith like the four tires that's originally on the car. Y'all hear what I'm saying? 
Glory to God. Now, let me, let me just go ahead and say this. You, if you're a child of God, you already have faith. Say, say, say I, have, I already have faith. Say, I already, I already have faith. Okay, if you're a child of God, you already have faith. I, I can show you scripture after scripture that proves uh, two popular ones, Galatians chapter 5, where it says the fruit of the Spirit is, and there's love, joy, peace, long-suffering, et cetera, et cetera, and one of those is faith. Okay? Then, over in Romans, where it says God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. All right? So God has given us faith as the fruit of the Spirit and has dealt to every man a measure or the measure of faith. So if he did it for one, he's got to do it for all. Amen. Now, the challenge is, is that even though we all have faith, some of us have more developed faith than others. In other words, your faith or my faith can lift more than what somebody else's faith can lift because I've chosen to develop my faith in order to lift more. Okay, just like uh, in, uh, in, you know, in exercising, weightlifting, you just don't go in the gym, say throw 400 pounds on the bench press and then somebody spot me. No, you better call 911. <laughs> Because you're going to have a crushed sternum. If you haven't been working out prior to that and can lift that before somebody put it on the bar. Come on, talk to me. That's the same way with faith. And a lot of times we wait until it's almost the last second. And then we want to jump into faith as a safety net. But we haven't been working our faith. Before the challenge hits. And then the challenge overwhelms us because our faith is underdeveloped. And then we turn around and don't say it was because of my underdeveloped faith. We'll say something like this out of ignorance. It must not been the will of God for me to have that. If it's good, it's his will. Ah, uh, Come on now. Yeah, look, look, if it's good, it's God's will. Amen. Healing is good. Health is good. Peace is good. Knowledge is good. Wisdom is good. Money is good. Food is good. Clothes is good. Houses are good. Cars are good. If it's good, it's God's will. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. Amen. Down from the Father of life. And so if it's good, it's God. Amen. And so we wait until. And so now our faith is underdeveloped and we can't lift the challenge. Because we haven't been living and walking by faith. We get to a place and things begin to smooth out in life. And if you don't watch it, you'll step back off of what caused your life to smooth out in the first place. And that is diligently seeking God. And so you kind of put it on cruise control. And you allow, allow life to go and you think it's just going to continue to accelerate. But no, if you got it on cruise control, it's going to maintain that speed. Amen. It's going to maintain that speed. And, uh, you know, nowadays, glory to God, they have these, um, these uh, radar uh, cruise controls. And it has a camera in the front of the vehicle. And it locks in on the front of the vehicle, the vehicle in front of you. And if the vehicle in front of you slows down, it automatically slows your car down. Amen. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, but if you got it on cruise control, but if that car moves out of the way, it will accelerate it back up, but it won't, it will never go beyond what you, where you set it. Right. Amen. 
And see, our life in God should be always accelerated, always moving up. We shouldn't just set it and plateau. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So uh, we have faith, but we may not have been developing our faith. So let's find out how to develop faith before we move any further. All right. Go to Romans chapter number 10, please. And look at verse number 17. Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 17. Okay. How do I develop my faith? How do I literally live and walk by faith? I already have it, but now how do I develop it so I can live and walk by it? Because if not, if you don't get this thing and stay on this thing, life is going to be an ebb and flow. It's going to be an up and down. And that's not what I want for, for my life. I don't want that for your life, and God doesn't either. Because that gets tiring, if you, if you ask me. It just gets it's tiring. Sometimes up, sometimes down. Since sometimes almost what? Level two. You see that? See what I'm saying? <laughs> Which one is going to be? Am I going to be up? Am I going to be down? Or am I going to be level to the ground? Which one is it? What's it what is it going to be today? I'm going to be up today or I'm going to be down today? It's going to be up tomorrow or down tomorrow? What's, what's it going to be? That, see, that, that life right there, uh, that, that's no fun. No, I want life that's always up and stays up and don't think about coming down. I don't even want to be level to the ground. I want to be up. Anybody else want to be up? Okay, praise the Lord. Now, Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh how? By By what? Hearing. Hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. So he says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing. So that term hearing and hearing denotes a consistency, a uh, regular hearing of God's word. So now the word says cometh, but if you already have faith, then faith doesn't come. So what what it's really saying is that faith is developed, it's strengthened, it's undergirded by hearing the word and hearing and hearing by uh, hearing and hearing by the word of God. So now the more I hear the word of God, the more strength, the more development I'm adding to my faith. So the stronger my faith should be, uh, my, well, my faith should be stronger based upon how much word I'm continually hearing. Now, I need to be hearing word in all areas. I need to be hearing word in healing. I need to be hearing word in um, um, wisdom and knowledge and, and peace and joy and, and prosperity. I need to be hearing word in all those categories so I can be strengthened in my faith in each of those categories. But see how the mentality, the mentality is quick fix. You did not get in debt in three days. Some of us been, been getting in debt for years. And we want $100, a bottle of oil, and be, be out of debt. That's not happening. Faith and obedience. Diligently seeking God through faith and obedience. Doing your part. Faith and obedience. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm going to say this and I'm going to move on. Because we need good teachers in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Anybody here have taken a capsule, a, a capsule, uh, a medication, a capsule, maybe, you know, what, uh, Tylenol comes in capsule, you know, just, you know, bear, whatever, you know. I think bear is absent, aspirin, right? Well, anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a little plastic coating thing around. Y'all with me now? Okay, first. So what they do, they, when they manufacture, they, they open the thing up and they put the medication down on the inside of it, right? And then it's wrapped in this plastic coating that when it hits your stomach, the acid from your stomach 
makes the, uh, where am I there? Okay, yeah, come on, I got to get over here because I got to make sure that, uh, that I'm saying it right. The acid in your stomach, it, we have acid in our stomach, right? Okay, praise the Lord. Acid in our stomach. So I'm a doctor too. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> abs- and, you know, acid in our stomach. It breaks down that outside coating, which then releases the medicine or the pharmaceutical that's inside of the capsule, right? But guess what? You have to encounter the capsule before you can get to the medicine. And see, that's not unlike people who teach the word of God. They may be teaching something, they may be teaching the word of God, but if their capsule is contaminated with some things, you're going to receive the capsule before you receive the medicine. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And so you got to sit yourself up under some good teachers and uh, that teaches the word of God with simplicity and understanding. And then show you and show, you know, back themselves up with the scripture, not back themselves up with what somebody else says. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? What are we talking about? We're talking about developing our faith, right? So, so then faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you got to hear the word of God. You have to consistently and uh, continually hear the word of God so that your faith can be developed in a particular area. It's designed that the more you hear of the word of God on a particular subject, the stronger your faith should become. And then as your faith becomes stronger, it can lift, it can withstand, it can uphold, it can handle more challenges than when it's underdeveloped. You hear what I'm saying? And so we develop our faith by hearing the word of God. Now, Again, that's why it's so important. You got to set yourself and and sometimes it takes a while. Because the word has to have time to break up the fallow ground, the wrong thinking, the messed up, the junk that's in the trunk. Come on, talk to me. Amen. Yeah, uh, some junk that's going on. In, it's got to break that word up. It's got to dissolve it. It's got to explode all that word. Get it out the way and then so you can receive some truth. Amen. Praise the Lord. I pray that you enjoyed today's broadcast on living and walking by faith. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Just simply means that you've been justified, declared right. In other words, you're born again. So every born again believer should be living and walking by faith. Now, I wasn't able to put the entire lesson on today's broadcast, but I placed the lesson in a two CD or two DVD set so that you can get into your faith library because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I want you to call that number on the bottom of your screen, write us at the address below, log on to our website for our online bookstore, and get today's series on living and walking by faith. I share more principles and, and more encouragement than what you've seen on the broadcast today to help stir you up to live and walk by faith and receive all that God has already promised you to have. Glory to God. So look forward to hearing from you. Again, call the number on the bottom of your screen. Write us at the address below. Log on to our website. Make sure you get this series in your faith library and you will be encouraged. Until next time, continue to live the life of faith. God bless you. Become a Life of Faith partner today. Your financial support of $20 per month will assist Dr. Fry with taking the gospel around the world through television admissions. As a Life of Faith partner, you will receive early registration privileges for all conferences and events hosted by FCCI, a product discount on all purchases through our online bookstore, and free monthly teachings to strengthen your faith. 
Log on to www.fccintl.org or call 877-342-4193 as operators are standing by and become a Life of Faith partner today. You've been watching the Life of Faith broadcast with Dr. Wayne A. Fry. We pray that your faith has been strengthened and your heart encouraged by the Word of God. This broadcast can be viewed 24-7 at no charge at www.fccintl.org. Join with us next time on this station for another life-changing message with Dr. Wayne A. Fry.